2: Hello there and welcome back to Four Times and a Podcast. You join us on the evening of the twenty-ninth of February, and it is the night after Celtic put on a magnificent display at Celtic Park and beat Dundee 7-1. They were incredible in the first half, which led to them being 6-0 up, and as I say, the game finished 7-1, 7 different goal scorers, and much improved performance from Celtic. Corey will come to you first. A lot of people Praised the second half performance at Fort Park and wondered could the team carry on until Wednesday night. They did that and a bit more on last night. We, as I say, 6 0 up at half time, six different scorers, finished 7 1 with seven different scorers. You can't, I know some people would have been dreaming at 8 9 or 10 0 at half time, but you can't really complain after a performance like that.
0: No, I think most teams, whenever they, they build such a big advantage for half time, they usually drop off in the second half. It was fantastic. It was great to watch. I'm sure everybody was feeling a bit worried after the first kind of couple of minutes because it wasn't it wasn't great. But once we once we got into gear, we were we were excellent. I think most of the goals came for crosses into the box. Ah, it was just a really good performance, and I feel as though we've been waiting to see something like that for how long, for months and months so it was great to watch, really enjoyable and you just hope it's the kind of, the catalyst now to kind of kick on, obviously the next game is beyond huge, as we know Rangers get a pretty big result last night as well because they beat Kilmarnock after being behind so I'm assuming by the next time we play we're probably going to be five behind again and it's going to be a it's going to be a tough tie, a a weight of hearts but if we can play the way we did then Will be absolutely fine, but so many players you could pinpoint who were just excellent. Adamida thought Alistair Johnson looks brilliant. Yang was great. Taylor was brilliant. Even the likes of Matt Riley was back for Mida get a goal. So there's not really anybody you could have a go. I think it's good that the goal difference has been cut again, but I don't want it. But it won't mean anything unless we go out and, and beat Hearts. We need, this. That needs to be the level for the next 10 games. and It's a, it's a pretty decent first team. And then Palmer comes on, hits the bar. He's a bit unlucky. Sorry, I forgot to mention the boy Kelly. We had an absolutely phenomenal goal. I was delighted for him. You always want to see the, the young players coming on and, and doing the business. And, and it was a great finish. With, I believe it's his, his weaker foot. So, huge credit to him. I'm sure him and his family are absolutely over the moon. So, aye, it's, it's nice to have two good results in a row but this time it was good to have a really brilliant performance along with the the results so it's just a case now of kicking on beating hearts then we'll have a week off and then we'll have the Levy game in the cup so overall delighted I just wanted to really see us maintain that level and of course there's only really one person that's responsible for the for the win and it's Jessica Watson so good girl Jessica and thanks very much.
2: Hi definitely it was a really brilliant performance, I think by far and away best performance we've put in this season, it was, well, as you say, it, was, it wasn't a great fright, because in the first minute while the fans were still singing, mm-hmm. you'll never walk alone, Joe Hart was making a fine save at ease near post, and he did sort of worry, but that was soon dispelled. I thought, as you mentioned, I thought Yang was influential, he got at the much spoken about vet and got him on a booting relatively early on, which sort of hampered him and at thought Yang again, he, he just built on from Sunday and continued to be a real, a real attacking threat. And look, I said I was laughing when we used in the pod last night because on here the other day I says that we don't score enough headers and I think Celtic must have took that personally when the first three goals were great headers. Cameron carter one won. It was just good to see us utilise a set piece. I know a lot of people have frustrations with how we use our free kicks in corners. So it was great to finally just put one on a defender who was able to put it in the back of the net and then Adam it was completely different type of header than the one he scored at Fur Park on Sunday, but I thought it was equally as good he almost said at back to goal and was still able to direct it in and I, I, he's just he continues to go from strength to strength. I think pretty much we unanimously called for him to get a start last night and As long as he keeps scoring, I think the jersey's his for now. And then Matt O'Reilly with a diamond header as well, of course. Good to see him get back on the score sheet because I know a lot of people had been sort of wondering where his form had went after a sort of quiet five or six weeks. But I think he was just always involved last night. And then again, complete opposite from Sunday, Dyson Mehta, who has two or 3 guilt edge chances in Sunday that were much easier than the one he scored last night. He puts away a, a fantastic finish and I, at the first half, just got better and better and a lot of people compare this football to Ange, but uh, there you go, it just shows that Brendan's team can play football as well and it was saying Tony O'Fair Ange's team never 6-0 up at time, even the game they won 9-0 at Dice, that was only 4-0 at time, so there you go, it was as good in the first half as you'll see for a long time at Celtic Park but Danny, I'll come at you. As I say, I don't think anybody can really have any complaints, although we would, we would have hoped that there might have been points dropped elsewhere, but, we'll, we'll, we'll done it, but we've done our bit. We we spoke about so much on here last week how Celtic just need to focus on Celtic and put in performances and put teams away. We've done that much more last night and obviously done some good for the goal difference as well, if it does come down to the wire. But I was going to ask you, like, we usually, I've like, you a long time now, and a lot of. A lot of the time when we've spoke about Celtic teams, we'll say Is that a team's due are doing. I don't think it, you could really say that this team was looking like they were going to get a team this sort of battering. So that made it even more pleasing that we did turn up last night and just absolutely set about Dundee. What was your thoughts?
3: No, I was actually just going to say that exact same thing to you, Darren. Because I was normally under Postacoglu, like last year or the year before, we were saying to each other. well before us we were saying, somebody's going to walk on to like a 9 or a 10. And we got we got it once, but we threatened it, you know, umpteen more times. And last night was completely out of the blue. We spoke about how Celtic need to just concentrate on themselves and putting a team away. And do you know what we I mean we did that last night? But it was really pleasing. I thought I, I want to say that the Fitma was is great. You know, it was great to win seven one and be six up off time. I just thought they were more direct than usual. De- I think I didn't see much of Sunday as we said previously, but apparently they were a lot quicker, and the just carried that on last night, it was it was really, really good. Getting the ball into the box, flooding the box with people, I mean, look at the left back scored at the back post, Riley really get himself into the box, Ida is just, God, he's some, some find, I mean, we're all eating humble pie with him, we weren't, as much as we were all behind him, we wanted to see him do well, I don't think anybody thought he would actually be this crucial to us so, so quickly, but... I thought last night what really stood out was Yang, I thought he was incredible. That boy Beck has been a lot made of him, I thought Yang gave him an absolute torrid time. And the, f- the first five minutes I said right, because they were actually quite threatening and I thought, here we go, Sunday, we've no carried on. For 90 odd minutes after that, they were just so good and Yang, he is going to be one of the wingers, he's going to frustrate sometimes, but do you know what? Last night, every time he get the ball, I think you said that on Monday, Darren, he just tries something. He's always, he's got a bit of invention about him and he, at least he tries to do something. And last night, every time he got the ball, I think he would buy that back every single time he took him on. I can't remember him taking the ball off him or, you know, having to foul him or something. But he was just getting the ball into the box and for a change, there were bodies in to make things happen. I mean, look at the, if you look at McGregor's goal, him and Taylor are playing one-twos with each other in the box. And we've got three, four bodies elsewhere waiting on it to come to them. So it was really, really pleasing. I, you know, you you don't need to look at the other side and say they were one not and doing it at a tougher away venue and have come back one, which is a great result for them. But Celtic fans have been screaming out for this sort of performance afterwards us for about two or three months. We've not seen it, and you know, last night was if Sunday was encouraging. You know, last night was doubly so, and I was just really, really, really pleased last night. Seven different goal scorers. The type of goal, you know, that was scoring. And just, O'Reilly looks like he's, I mean, I wouldn't say he's back to his best, because in my opinion, he's been quite poor for a while, but he was much more like it last night. He was involved in an awful lot of stuff. I thought Taylor, Taylor and Awata, I thought Awata was really good. They just mopped up Everton. Taylor and Awata they just bring such a balance to the team. We just look, and Carter Vickers as well, obviously. You know, Carter Vickers makes us more secure. I know he had a wee dodgy moment in the first half, but he's... You just feel a lot better when he's in the team. But with Taylor and Awata such a lovely balance and I we could do better in both positions, but with the two gears, certainly Awata the you Awata know. was really, really good last night. He mopped Everton up and you know, he's I know he was he's kinda of been in and out of the team and he seems to play well for three games or four games and then he'll have a bad game and then you will see him again for a while. But I, I would stick with him the new. We're waiting on how Hitata coming back. I like Bernardo, I think he's a brilliant player as well, but I just, I like the, I like the team though. Know, I like the 11 the way that there is. And I'd like to see Nivrocki next to Carter Vickers, but, you know, scale seems to be the man in that position, which is, you know, just kind of not really worth worrying about now. Rogers has made his mind up, but I think keeping that 11 for Sunday would, would be really helpful to me. With, it would just, it would give us a continuity, you know, and we need that as we're trying to build momentum towards the title. Definitely. I
2: think, as you say, keeping that sort of same line up as much as possible right now would, I think would be definitely positive for the team you look at the last half at Mullerwell and obviously the first 60 minutes or so against Dundee last night I think these players are just flying in there. they will be full of confidence, you've mentioned a few of them there as well but I, I think it is pretty easy for Brendan to look to the same players because the ones that made the difference on Sunday the likes of Ida and Awata and Yang, they yet again were Brilliant last night, and the full team was that. Like Tony mentioned it earlier as well. Alistair Johnson I thought was brilliant. I know he only got one assist, but he also put in the cross for Greg Taylor's goal as well. I, I get deflected on though, no, but I thought it was his best game of the season, probably as well. I thought that right hand side, him and Yang, were just phenomenal in the first half, and was delighted to see that from them because he, Alistair Johnson is somebody I've been quite critically this year, so if he can get back into that sort of form, then that'll only benefit us as well. Tony, last bit on the Dundee game, I think more often than not this season, the players have probably heard themselves and we always hear moans and groans when things are only gone right. But it was some reception the team got at time, just in sort of appreciation of the performance they put on in the first half. It was probably one of the loudest half time cheers I'd seen at Celtic
0: Park in many years. I think as the song goes, you play for us and we'll sing for you. So, look, the fans are going to be receptive to to good performances and I think that's where you go. You get a team that was trying, a team that looked united, a team that looks as if it's playing for the manager. It was kinda of everything you could have hoped for. I think I think the fans will always get behind the team irrespective. We you know there's issues with the board and family dynasties and all this other mad stuff. But when push comes to shove the fans are always going to be, get behind the team everybody wants to see a successful team in the pitch and, and I think we have got quite a likeable bunch of players I must admit I think I think they are a good bunch and there's a lot of winners in there a lot of good players so all you can hope for is it is that they take something for that and they just keep going and keep pushing on and, and try and get the try and win the league which is going to be very difficult I've already said that a million times so I thought the support were excellent a fucking dreadful pissing rain Glasgow night as per always but they turn up in their tens of thousands and i seen the Green Brigade jump my boot with their taps off which is you kind know, of typical of them so look I just hope this is another kind of what do you call it another catalyst but sunday's game's just so so important it's incredible but i guess the good thing for us you can try and look at don't have any european football and, and stuff like that so i guess i can't say that's a positive because i'm trying it for european football for, forever but after christmas but you know what i mean so aye, look fans were brilliant they're brilliant against motherwell i just hope the board don't decide to try and pick a fight with a certain set of fans again, I don't think that'll bode very well for any title chances or for, for their sake either.
2: I definitely, just I think everything's got to be directed towards the team on the park and everybody's sort of pushing in the one direction as much as it doesn't seem like that at times, but no, that'll do for the Dundee game, I'll come on to this Sunday's game, uh, way at Hearts. probably one of the biggest tests we've got left this season. Danny, I'll come with you, it's twice we've played Hearts this season it's been sort of polar opposites in terms of performance we obviously played them at Tynecastle, the first meeting of the teams of the season and it was one of our best performances of the the year when we won 4-1 that day at Tynecastle. but then Hearts came to Celtic Park in December and beat us 2-0 and probably one of the most comfortable wins they'll ever have over Celtic what are you expecting on Sunday from this one do you think this although of course nothing will be decided but this could be a real Defining moment for the team to just sort of stand up at another tough away ground and get three points, or if you got worries that they might not stand up to it.
3: I'm not worried they no not stand up to it, but the season's been such stop-start that you kind of don't want to let yourself get too confident because as we've seen too many times this season, there's always a kind of slip around the corner. Having said that, I think the last two games have been really positive. Well, game and a half, and. And when we played them the last time at Ten Castle, we were just starting to fight my swagger under Rogers again. I thought we were just starting to get going. We won four one. We played. It wasn't even that complete a performance, but we took well the goals well and we were just really good with it being great and then hearts were on a bit of a terrible run at the time and then the next thing you know we're playing them at park keep we started to walk a bit and in really good form and then they, as you say it was they were so comfortable in that game it was really really poor for us it's probably our worst performance of season in my opinion and then this time they've took a doing last week after rangers nobody was really that surprised but last night they were the great against Hibs, and a lot of the fans aren't happy because how bad they were at home and they got away with one. They got a really duveste penalty which got them a draw. And apart from that, they were really poor. So we need to kind of keep, you know, we can't give them reason. You know what at hearts are like, oh, my Celtic, if the crowd get up for it, then it's going to be a difficult afternoon. If the players get belief after that, it's going to be difficult. But I think, I was just thinking that last year when we beat them in the cup, I think we scored, what, two, not not, enough? we scored after about three minutes and I think we scored again in the first half. So, Ten it's always built up as this notoriously difficult place. I, I know we had that mad 4-3 there last year that I was at, which was which was a great game to be at, but we have done a bit of damage early on at Tyncastle as well and scored a couple of early goals, so hopefully we can do that again because I know we scored or I really scored after a few minutes in the last game, So at the last time there, so hopefully we can start quickly. I mean, it is all about just keeping that momentum going, but it's got to be hearts are, are playing, I think I think we might just have about two of them when it comes to points between the last 10 15 games or something, but hopefully they can stretch away further again. But as Tony said earlier, the all likelihood is we're going to be five behind. So you just take in these situations, you just take anyone, and hopefully, just I just hope they continue to play like they did last night because I, I think at the minute hearts are there for the team and the black nubbins are wee bit in where they should be piling in when they're a bit miserable instead of keying them a platform and they build themselves back up.
2: I definitely. And I think that game we were speaking about in the Cup last year, you well, you'd kill for a performance like that. Like I think Aaron Moyes left for two minutes that day and then Kyogo got one just before half-time and it just sort of had them dead and buried for half-time and they no sort of response. But I think, suppose my worry would be that the last few away games, possibly with the exception of St Mirren in the Cup, like, your yeah, for Park and Petaudry and Easter Road, we seem to be making the away games a lot more difficult than maybe we have to. But Tony, what are you expecting from it? As I say, the last few away games in the league have been tight. We've obviously had last-minute winners at Motherwell and Easter Road, but we obviously dropped points up at Petaudry as well. What are you expecting from this one on Sunday?
0: Oh, can't a game? I must admit, I don't think. I, don't get me wrong, I, I'm gonna predict a win, which I feel as well. I've not done for quite a while. I, th- I think we can win the game, but I, th- I think we're gonna go behind. I don't know why. I've just got it in my head that we're gonna we're gonna concede to, first and then maybe try and come back for for that. So I think we'll win two one. I think Shankland will score first. And then I think either will score one, Yang yeah, will get us the winner. So that's my kind of prediction. But I think it's I think it's just going to be one of these horrible games and I think we're probably gonna go into it. Five points behind, which is a bit of a pain, but it's just the way the fixtures have fell. So I think we might just get out it. We are we are two one but I don't think there's any result massively surprised me as good as, as good as we were last night. I just I think this is going to be totally different. I know the last two games have not the results have been after either, but I think they'll up their game for us, and they'll obviously want to try and cut the, cut the gap they have between us and them, which is is probably just about impossible for us to catch us. So I 2-1 Celtic, horrible game, but at the end hopefully we just all breathe a nice big sigh of relief and then get on with it. Aye, I
2: would I'm assuming sure I would take any sort of win. Hopefully we don't go behind, I don't know if my heart can take us. Behind much more this season, but I, as you said, like their last two games, since they decided to donate points at Ibrooks on Saturday, they've obviously not been able to bounce back from that. By all accounts, Hibs seem to be the better team against them, but obviously, that doesn't really affect how Sunday will go. They'll probably fancy it given that they were pretty comfortable against us in December, but I think there is something about the team the last game and a half that shows that. They're not going to go down with a fight. And do you know what? If to do fancy, it might just suit us to a tee if they come out a bit and it allows us to sort of break its speed. Then for me, I would keep the team the same. Don't see any need for change, especially with like, Yang having the impact he's having and Ida as well. As I said, he's got the jersey for me you know, and it's up for other players to either get it off him or for his form to drop for a change to be needed there. And obviously Dias Meda got his goal last night as well. So I think he would be playing and you're starting to look at a sort of a stronger bench where you do have these players like Palma coming on who can make an impact if needed. And again, yeah, as one of you mentioned earlier, Daniel Kelly obviously came off to the bench at half time last night and scored a great goal. So I think the team should be full of confidence. I I, f- I think we won 2 0 and I just think as I say, I'd love a repeat of that cup game where we just get out of the traps early and sort of have the game as good as wrapped up by half time and I I'll go for 2 now. I think Adam Eda will continue his goal scoring form and he'll get the second Yang will get a goal that he deserves he's been doing a lot of good attacking lately we getting on the score sheet himself recently so hopefully he'll be able to add the second Danny what's your prediction
3: and would you be making any changes to the team no I said earlier they're, they're keep the team the same because you need to build that momentum and I know it's a squad game and stuff but uh, the eleven that started last night gave us it's an absolute perfect first half, so there's no need to change the team. I would keep it the way it is. I think we I, I, I think we we'll on the way. I think parts are on the way down. The two really, really poor performances in a row, and I think we'll make it three. I think I think Celtic will score early on. I think we'll get a second in the first half, and then we'll just cruise it. And then I think we'll get, I'll go for a three-nil. I think we'll get a third. I just think I either will get another two, and I'll go for a Palma to get the third, because I was... Desperately unlucky with a shot they had last night, few outside the box, and I, I just think they'll, I just think they'll, they'll keep rolling on. And I don't know, there seem, they seems to be a rule changing attitude last night. I, I, I noticed it. in the first half there seems to be a real eagerness to get the ball into the box, get, get well wingers, both sides one on one with a man, and let them either cut inside and. You know, get back to somebody and get a cross I'll just put the cross on themselves. And it was really pleasing. And I just, I really, really, really hope for me the same in Sunday for last night. Because if we play like we did last night, then we should be, we, well, let's hope we'll be all right. But if we're just direct with the quality we've got, I can't really see anybody living this.
2: There you go. Three very optimistic predictions for Sunday. If you think any different or if you agree with any of us, let us know. Just search for us wherever you're following us, whether it be Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Let us know what you think the score will be. And as always, if anybody gets it spot on, we'll give you a wee shout out. If you're not following us on them, just search for Full Times our podcast and you should be able to find us. But I think... If you've taken the time to listen to this episode, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. I know it's not as long as it usually has been the last few weeks. That must be a sign that's healthy curve back to winning ways and we are we've got less to rant about. But I hopefully we do continue our good form of this week onto Sunday and we will be back after that game to review it and we'll review the Livingston Cup game at some point next week as well. But I if you've made it this far, thanks very much for listening and hail hell.